Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Por sombra de chocolate. Oh, that sombra é a fama e chocolate. Father, we yes. worship you this morning. Yes. We, we give yes. you all the praise. Yes. The worship. Hallelujah. The thanksgiving. Yes. Father. Father, thank you for your glory. That's thank in you. this place this morning. Yes. And the rest of the days that we congregate together. Yes. Hallelujah. I thank you for your goodness manifested you in this goodness. place. Yes. Father. I thank you for your anointing that yes. destroys every yoke yes. and remove burden is in this place. Yes. Moving in the lives of all the congregation, yes. from the pastors yes. to the congregation. Father, yes. we thank you once again yes. for the spirit of wisdom and revelation yes. Yes. in the yes. knowledge of you flowing yes. among us. Yes. The eyes of each and everyone's understanding is daily flooded with light yes. that we will continue to know yes, who we are in Christ, yes. what belongs to us because we yes. are in Him, and what we can do, what you have us to do because of who yes. we are and what we have. Father, we yes. thank you for thank the you richness Lord. of the glory of your inheritance yes. that's already in us. Yeah. And what is the exceeding greatness <clears throat> yeah. of your power yes. moving towards them, moving yes. towards us. Yes. The resurrection power, yes, the Father. greatest display of your power. Yes. The same power which you wrought when you raised our Lord Jesus uh -huh. Christ from the dead. Uh -huh. Went all the yeah. way to the pit of yeah. hell and raised him back up to put yeah. him in your glory. Back uh, in your glory, Father. Amen. That resurrection power yes. reinstated Jesus in that yeah. glory place, in that glory oh, yeah. throne. Amen. And in the richness of your love towards yes. us, you Amen. caused us to be yes. seated together in him, in that yes. glory place, in yes. the place of authority and dominion. Yes. Father, what a Father you are. Yes. We worship Father. you for your goodness. Worship. We thank you, Father, that as you seated Jesus yes. in that place, it's called far above. Yes. Far above Amen. every principality and power and yes. might and dominion and every name that is named in this world, even that which is to come. You have put all things yes. under the feet of our Lord Jesus. Yes. Therefore, yes. all things are also under our feet because of yes. where you have put us in Him, in Christ Jesus. Yes. And for that, we are eternally grateful, yes. Father. Eternally thankful. Yes. Father, thank you that because of the richness of your grace yes. in us, yes. that you always cause yes. us, Father, to be strengthened with yes. might by your Spirit yes. in our inner man, that Christ yes. continuously dwells in our hearts by faith, that we are deeply rooted and grounded in your love, and yes, that we get yes. to experience that love, yes. Father, each you, and every day of our lives, yes, and that we continually, continuously yes. increase yes. in the knowledge of you. Yes, Thank you, you always give us the spiritual wisdom and knowledge that we know your will and your plan for our lives, Father, that yes. we can walk in it daily. Thank you yes, for the path Father. of good life yes. that you already have prepared and made ready for us to walk on in the name of Jesus. Yes. We thank you for Pastor Noel, your, your, yes, your mouthpiece. We thank you, Father, that he comes yes. in this pulpit in the fullness of the blessings yes. of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. And that is able to speak your oracles, Father. Yes. Father, we say your will, your plan, and your purpose for this meeting yes. today, it shall all come to pass. We say we agree. We say yes. we comply. Hallelujah. We say we lay hold of all 
what yeah. you have prepared for us yes. as a congregation for yeah. this day, for this time. We receive all from you, Father. Yes, all that you have already prepared for us, even yeah. through your words. We thank you for the richness yes. of your words. We thank you for the fullest demonstration of the Holy Ghost yes. and his power and his giftings for the profiting of all according to yes. your perfect will. Father, we praise you, yes. we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, good morning, everyone. You guys are brave. You came back. You can all be seated. Thank you so much. <clears throat> well, we're going to continue on this on prayer. Last night was good because the Lord is good. Uh, I just delivered what he put in my heart to deliver. See, your spirit be will become the voice of God on the earth uh, for you. So you have to develop your spirit. We're going to see it um, uh, in the word today. <clears throat> now, uh, turn your Bible to, uh, uh, let's start with uh, Romans chapter 12. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit here about renewing the mind. Yeah. Praise God. And then uh, we're going to go to some scripture. But Romans chapter 12, we, we, amen. And then uh, we're going to go from there. Romans chapter 12. Uh, it says here, verse 1, uh, and uh, our mind really is important too. You, you got to learn how to divide your spirit, your soul, and your body because the word uh, divides it. Only the word can divide the spirit, the soul. The soul is composed of your will, your mind, and your emotion. Yeah. Amen. God doesn't hear your emotion. Yeah. Remember we learned last night? It's your spirit. He speaks to your spirit. He imparts to your spirit. Right? But there has to be an agreement uh, with, your, with your soul. Amen. And you live in the body. Now, the re the, let me see here. In Romans 12, let's go on here. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present, that you, not God, we, right? Your bodies, a living sacrifice, Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your, your reasonable service. And it says here, and be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, we can be born again, but if your mind, our mind is unrenewed, we cannot be transformed. Yeah, we, we can be born again and live the life of the same thing before we got born again. Because of the unrenewed thinking, the unrenewed mind. How do you renew your mind? Amen. You started thinking in line with who you are. So you have to know the word. Amen. We're going to learn about worship. God said worship the Lord. God is uh, seeking those that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Right? And your body many times will not worship. Because worship is not the movement of your body. Right. It's the movement of your spirit. That's good. You understand me now? Because worship God in spirit. Right? 
And it talks about what you do with your body when you worship God. Lifting up holy hands. Amen. Praise God. Lifting up holy hands. Not much to say about clapping. Yeah, we clap with the music, you know. But really, the Bible only said lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Amen. That's what the Bible said in the New Testament. See, we have to go to the New Testament. Amen. Many of our worship are in the old. Right? The old, they, they use more of their body. They try to get something from God. In the new, we receive from God. They still have to, but a lot of the, way, the ways they worship God is more of the movement of their body. But see, Jesus said about the Father, he's seeking those that will worship him in spirit. So your spirit, amen, how do you know that you worship God in spirit? Say it. Say it. You don't have to feel anything. I don't have to feel the goosebumps that I know God is moving because I can feel it. I don't go with the feeling. I just know when I say by faith, the power flow, even though I don't feel it. Now, eventually, there will be a manifestation of the Holy Ghost, you know, because it's susceptible to the touch. Like that woman with the issue of blood, she felt on her body that even Jesus, I felt, I, I felt something. Power gone out of me, you know. But you don't have to feel anything to know that the power of God flow. The power of God flow the moment you release your faith. Yes. Not release your feeling. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Very simple. You cannot tell if you're living by faith by your, the feeling of your body. Amen. God is here now. He's moving in this place. Amen. You see that? Praise God. So, Amen. You know, I can sit down at the airport and worship God with all the commotions around me because I'm not worshiping with my, my feeling, my emotion. I don't feel any anointing. See, if you, if, you, if you feel, if you try to feel before you pray, you, most of the time, you will not pray. That's why most Christians don't pray because they don't know what prayer is by faith. I'm going to teach you, you don't have to do that. God is always, see, worship is the movement of your spirit. You can sit down, driving. You know, I cannot dance in the spirit while I'm driving. Right? I cannot close my eyes and, while worshiping God and driving. You don't, you don't. But God is present everywhere. He's in the car with you. Why? Because he's not, he'll never leave you what? Nor forsake you. So he's present there. Amen. But I can worship him in my spirit. Without the movement of my body. Yeah, my body is moving, driving. I cannot raise my hand, take my hand out the steering wheel, unless you have the technology, you know. Tesla or whatever. Right? But you can worship God in your spirit without the movement of your body. Because it's not the movement of your body that God is pleased. It's your spirit. 
I'm just teaching you. Amen. Because if you do that, uh, always moving with your body, with your mind, then you're going to be mind conscious. You're going to be body conscious. That if you don't feel God, God is not there. That's not true. So how do you know you worship God? Faith is believing in your heart you speak with your mouth. Amen? So what, do you, what does the Bible say? God is seeking those that will worship him in what? In spirit. In his spirit. So how do you do that? Just say it. Father, I worship you. If, you, if you're not you know, skilled yet, you can say, Father, I worship you with my spirit. Now how do you know you worship God in spirit? Because I said. Because I said I didn't say I worship you with my mind or with my body. Understand me now? I say I worship God in my spirit. With my spirit. You keep saying it. Uh, hallelujah. You keep saying it. You, last night, we, uh, God uh, allowed us to demonstrate. Right? See, see, see sister... I thank God for my, our sister. You know, she, I still feel the pain because anticipation in the mind. But she, when she began to say it, the mind began to get renewed. You see that? Meaning the mind started thinking healing. Because she's, the mind can only think one. Cannot think of many things all at the same time. Because she was saying... Amen. Thank you, Father, I'm healed. Lord Jesus, thank you that I'm healed. Then the mind changed the thought. The thought was on the mind changed. It started thinking about thanking God for his, her healing. So what happened? The power got. Don't have to feel anything. Right? I didn't lay hands on her again. I just keep saying. It's a wasteful time for me to keep laying hands when the mind is unrenewed. Amen. So, suddenly the pain left. Because not thinking anymore of the pain. Thinking now about healing. Praise God. That's how you renew your mind. Meditation is one way to renew your mind. When you're praying, you got to have a renewed mind. So we're going to see here, amen, that when you're praying, you got to have faith. Faith always first. Before even prayer. You cannot pray without faith. Amen. Whatever you do, you put the word first. Right? So here, let's move on here. Praise God. So, uh, it said here, verse 2, And be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the re renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that what? Good. Right? And acceptable. And perfect will of God. So there is a perfect will of God, but there's good. We can live on the good will, but it's not perfect will. Yeah. Amen. All good things in life is connected to the perfect will. Not on the good. Not on the acceptable. Uh, I like what Pastor Nasi put it this way. I still remember it. Good is when you got born again. Not every born again believers live in the perfect will of God. Very few do. Because very few pray. 
You can't be in the perfect will of God without praying. That's why I'm going to teach you this morning about how important your prayer life is. Amen. Now, in the Old Testament, there's a scripture. I just thought of it right now. If my people, if my people shall humble themselves, right? Amen. And uh, hallelujah. And come to me. I'm just paraphrasing. I believe in, uh, it's in Jeremiah 29, if I remember right. Huh? The second Chronicles, yeah. If my people shall humble themselves, uh, right, it's more, and pray, right, I will. See, the I will of God cannot come to pass until they pray. Mm-hmm. Meaning, prayer, and uh, I will show them mighty things. See, it's all connected to prayer. So if my people shall humble. So prayer is humbleness before God. You are, I humble you, Lord. You, 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 you can say, you can bow your knees. I humble you, Lord. It's easy for you to say that. But if not praying, humbleness is not there. Humbleness is really one way of humbleness is to show, Lord, I want your will, not my will. Humbleness is not just the action of your body. Humbleness is doing what God's will for your life. If you're not doing God's will for your life, you're not hearing from God about his will for your life. You can't do the will of God without knowing. Well, I'm, I'm obedient to God. How can you obey something you don't know? You know, if you have a dog and you teach them obedience, you know. I'm not saying we're dog, but I'm just saying. If you have a dog and you tell the dog, sit, and the dog ran. <laughs> you stupid dog. Why? Because, <laughs> right? <laughs> you train them to sit. And you tell, run, the dog run. Same thing as God. When God said, sit, we run. We, we don't know the voice of God. So we, we have to renew our mind, Right? So he, she, I like Pastor Nancy put it this way. You got born again, that's good. Acceptable means half God, half man. Yeah, right. That's what I like what Pastor said, Pastor Nancy. Half man, half God. Yeah. And it happens all the time. Well, I, I have to go to church today, but you know, I'm busy. I have to finish this work. Half God, half man. I'm just saying, amen. But the perfect will of God is always before God. Amen. So I'm going to teach you something. So how do you know you worship God in your spirit? Say it. Say it. Without feeling or anything. By faith. Faith, believe in the heart and speak with your mouth. Very simple. Amen. Hallelujah. How did our sister, just a demonstration purposes, right, say, Father, I thank you that I'm healed. She said it. Amen. What happened? Power God flow. He follows what you say. He follows what you believe. If you don't believe anything, he can't do anything. If my people shall humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways. Now, now I started remembering. Amen. Right? And pray. Right? And pray. I will. So how will God do his will for your life? You got to do it first. You pray. 
Pray what? Pray according to His will. He said, I will. I will, not your will, His will. So His will is the Word. Right? So you got to go to the Word every time you pray. And see what the will of God is. You can pray the Word. And it's, it's a perfect prayer. Instead of give me, give me, give me this, give me, give me, give me that. And I like what God said to me years ago. I was listening to Dr. Sumro. And he made mention about obeying God. God said he has a I mean, tremendous ministry in Indiana, South Bend. And uh, I mean, they have got building. They have a nice home. I mean, they have, yeah, TV station. I mean, you can be satisfied. On what and 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 one day God said, "Go go to the Philippines." You never been to the Philippines. That was in the early 50s, 1950s. I was born 1958. Amen. You know, God, God, God told me one time, "Amen." The reason why I put you in Doctor Dupre's life, you know, your your spiritual father's life, right? And Dad, does, he doesn't want me to call him Doctor Dupre. I'm not doctor to you. I'm your dad. Okay, dad. He wants me to call him dad. We're so close. Amen. We're very, it's a very dear. He became like even a natural father to me because I don't have a natural father. One time he asked, he asked me, you know, what, he told me, what your, because he asked me about my dad. He said, I haven't seen him much and uh, we don't have any relationship. He said, what your, father, your father's loss is my gain. Oh, I still remember up to today what he said to me that we were in his airplane. Amen. So he took me like just a, not only a spiritual son, but a natural son because he knows I don't have a dad. Right? And one, one minister that traveled with him, he trained him a little bit, he said, I notice he's whole hard on me, but not to you, Brother Noel. <laughs> He started to get jealous of me because dad always correct him, you know, correct him hard. And dad said, because you're older. <laughs> I guess it's hard-headed than me. I don't know. Praise God. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, see, the thing is, you need to have a pastor. You need to have a spiritual father that knows better than you do. <laughs> Amen. So you can be established. If you don't have a spiritual parent, you don't have a pastor, you're scattered. Amen. That's just the will of God. That's just to be renewed with your mind. You want to hear God, you be around your pastor. Amen. But anyway, a good and... Ex- huh? Yeah, Dr. Sumbrell, thank you, Mom. Dr. Sumbrell, God told him to go to the Philippines. So I was listening to Dr. because I said, Lord... Why did you give so much? And then after I heard that, I prompted in my heart to ask him question. See, what are you doing, Pastor? I'm praying. When I'm communicating with God and God communicating with you, that's prayer. Prayer is a fellowship with God. I cannot bow my knees. I cannot close my eyes. I was driving. I was listening to the word. And I prompted me because I learned from Brother Nick. You know, Brother Nick. Nick at night, he came to Jesus by night. <laughs> He's the original brother Nick at night. 
I don't know if I'd be able to see Brother Nick because I made him famous in my teaching. If you look at that closely, because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If you look at the gospel, you see Jesus. He's the same today. He's the same today as if, right? Amen. But anyway, Nicodemus asked him question. See, most of us don't ask questions. We just live our life and try to figure out things, worry about things. We still already have the answer because we never ask. And, and he got corrected. He took the correction. How can a man? And it, it sounds like a stupid question. Actually, I don't know if that's the right word. Right? How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter into his mother's womb, be born? He asked question. He got corrected. But Jesus obligated himself to answer that question. That's why we have, he actually showed him the way to salvation. We never heard, nobody heard about being born again until Nicodemus asked. He could ask, Lord, uh, you know, you must be a teacher come from above because nobody can do this sign except, you, you know, God is with him. So he started talking to Jesus. Jesus is the same yesterday. You can talk to Jesus right now. If you don't know anything about, Lord, I, 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 I have this issue in life. I don't know what to do with this, but I know you know. Why don't you ask questions instead of try to figure out, and you, some of you are figuring out for over a year or something or more. Why don't you ask him? Instead of worrying about what you need. He knows where to get it. And it comes from him. Amen. Hallelujah. Right? Praise God. If your life is scattered, ask him. He'll show you things to come. And that's prayer. Prayer is fellowshipping with God. Talking to God. Yeah, we can worship God. And that's prayer. That's part of prayer. But also there are times you listen. And I'm going to teach you something this morning. So the reason why I, I'm, I'm reading to you that you have to renew your mind that there's a perfect will of God. We go with the highest and the best. The scripture, don't disqualify yourself because the scripture is written in the highest and the best. That's why we have to run our race. The finish line is the highest and the best. Right? If you're not there yet, we continue on with our faith, right? Amen. This is perfectly written. Now, again, go back to Dr. Sumron. God said to him to go to the Philippines. So I asked him, uh, he was giving this testimony, what God said to him. So I asked him, Lord, why did you give so much greatness? I'm talking about the anointing. So much greatness in the life of Dr. Sumron. I asked him. Brother Nick asked him. That's why we got for God so loved the world. Do you know that? John 3.16. We're not going to have John 3.16 if we're not Brother Nick ask question. So when you ask, he asked question, he got revelation. And that revelation, being born again, he didn't stop being born again. He gave him everything. The plan of being born again. The plan of a born again spirit. For God's, and how can a man be born again? 
For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Amen? Whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Being born again is a man that has everlasting life. So you can see the whole entire salvation given to one man because he asked. And Jesus is the same today. If you don't understand the word, ask him. What do you mean by this? And I'm going to teach you prayer. Amen. Prayer that you can pray every day. Daily in your life. Amen. So uh, praise God. So I asked asked God, Lord, why did you give so much greatness? And God said to me, he said, son, because he wanted me more than doctors. That's what God, Dr. Shumrock. Why so much anointing given to him? He said, because he loves me more than what I can give him. He said this, and he continued on. Son, most of my children wanted what I have. But very few wanted me. And he asked me back the question, how about you, son? Do you want what I have or do you want me? So, so I renew my mind. God wanted to be wanted. When you worship God, you're not there for what you want. You're there for what he's seeking for. Most of the time, the word will always say, seek you first, the kingdom of God. That's one scripture. That's the only scripture that you can see that Jesus said, God is looking, is seeking those. Meaning to say, he will bypass many to go to you. If you're not a worshiper, he'll pass you by. And we'll look. Remember the word of God said, God is running through and fro on the earth. Seeking. What he sees seeking for, the one that will worship him. The one that wanted him more than what we can give. When you please God in your worship, he will give you something you never ask. I'll teach you that. How important that is. Very simple. Amen. Very simple. Why worship God? Many, many times, many, many times in my prayer, I don't ask anything. Amen. I said, Lord, I don't, I'm here to ask you for anything. I'm just here to worship you. I will worship God. I mean, I will worship God. My car, I will worship God. Father, I worship you. This morning I woke up, I will worship you. I didn't say, Father, what do you want me to pray? Oh, Rabbi, well, Father, I need word. How could you shop? I don't do that. I worship God. You understand me now? I don't get nervous. Right? I never get worried. I learned how not to, be, not to worry. It's to worship Him. He wanted to be worshipped. He wanted to be. Amen. So let's move on here. Amen. So that's what He said. I still remember as first. That was years ago when He said that to me. The reason why there's so much anointing on his life is because he wanted what I have. And he demonstrated, he acted on it by, I mean, you don't have to go to the Philippines. He doesn't have to. He has a thriving ministry here in the United States. Anyone, I mean, you have money, you have this, you have that. You have everything in the natural in life. But God said, go to the Philippines. Amen. 
And God said to me one time, the reason why I have given you. See, God is talking. I was listening to that. And God made mention, you know, uh, about Dr. Sumbro. And the moment I heard the name of Dr. Sumbro mentioned by Dr. Dufresne or Dad Dufresne, the Holy Ghost began while doctor was preaching. I can hear the preaching of the word, but I can also hear the Holy Ghost speaking to me, what he was saying in the pulpit. The Holy Ghost is working on you to give you understanding of what your pastor is saying. Not to disturb what you are hearing from your pastor. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, son, the reason why I connected you See, I keep doing that so I can remember the word he said. Connected you to your spiritual father uh, because I don't want to lose the fruit that I have started in the Philippines. So, so I said, Father, you will take care of me because I'm your fruit. So many of you will be the fruit of this ministry. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Your children. Yes. Your children's children. Your children will start coming to this church. Amen. If you honor your pastor. Hallelujah. The anointing of your pastor will be imparted to you and it will be imparted to your children. How do you know that? Because spirit of faith can be imparted. I think 2 Timothy chapter 1 talks about Paul, talk about Timothy, about the spirit of faith that is in him. Right? It came from, started from his grandmother. His grandmother, he didn't mention about his dad. It was mentioned, I know his dad was a Greek because it was mentioned in the book of Acts. But it doesn't mention about his father as a believer, Timothy's father. But his grandmother does. You can pioneer the spirit of faith in your home. Well, we have natural inheritance you can give to your children. But the greatest inheritance you can give to your children is the spirit of faith that you develop in your life. The spirit of faith is a faith that never quits. You, can have, you cannot have spirit of faith without revelation. And that's when boldness comes. Yesterday, the spirit of boldness, spirit of faith flow, and boldness come, and we directed it to that island. Yeah. That was the Holy Ghost, through the spirit of faith, declare it what will happen in the future. Oh, praise God. I don't know what's going on there. But I know what's going on in the spirit. You can look at the devastation, but I always look in the Holy Ghost. I always look at the future. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the spirit of faith. We having the same spirit of faith. Therefore, we speak. Amen. Amen. So it, it was pioneered in, the, in his family by his grandmother, Lois. And that same spirit of pain came into his mother, Eunice. Yes. And it was imparted to 
him. And then Paul came. And other ministers that's connected to Paul. And Paul imparted the spirit of faith that's on him to Timothy. But he was fearful. So Paul has to teach him, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. Right? So he's talking about the spirit of fear that was Satan. Satan is full of fear. When you, and you can feel fear. Right? You can feel it. Pressure you can feel. But thank God we don't live by feeling. I pray so much that I, gotta, I have an attitude problem. My emotion is low. Right? And uh, sometimes I, I, I got tantrums. You know, because my wife said something I don't like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, these practical things. And I will sit. And God is waiting. What is he waiting? For me to be quiet. My tantrums, the pressure in the mind is still there. But I can hear from my spirit. So I learn how to separate my emotion, my spirit. When I get quiet, I can hear God speaking. And I can hear him correcting me. Don't do that, son. Amen. Don't think of that. He will teach me in my heart. I know it's not the devil telling me not to be, <laughs> not to get upset. It is not the Holy, amen. It's not the devil that telling me not to get upset. Because he wants you upset. So I know it's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, you got to live that every single day. Because your flesh doesn't operate twice a week. <laughs> you cannot rebuke. Amen. When you're mad, you cannot rebuke that. Devil, you get out of me. No, you, you, you. You crucify the flesh. How do you crucify it? By making a decision. I'm going to walk in love. You got to say it. You crucify it. Yeah. See, every day, we don't crucify flesh. Well, it opens the door to the devil. Now, are this prayer? Yes. Because if you don't feel like anything, you're upset, you don't want to pray. You want to sin. Right? You want to sin. And that's why sin comes. Well, you know, praise God. You might, because you're, 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 uh, you're a Christian now. You don't drink anymore. You feel like going to the nightclub and drink. Because you're upset. You want to buy a beer that you don't want to drink. Because you're upset. You will do wrong things when you're upset. You understand me now? Unless you crucify the flesh. By walking in love. What is love? Love is a decision. It's not a feeling. How can you love your enemy when you see them, your nerve? But Jesus said, pray for your enemies. Mm. Be blessed. Right? And you can still feel, my God, my God, I mean, what that man did to me. 
the wrong things in your mind. You can feel the pressure, the feeling. You, you want to, you, you amen. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if they're the only one that, that deal with the flesh. I got to deal with the flesh before I can pray. You can't renew your mind when you're mad. You shut down that flesh. You have to crucify it. What are you going to do? I just follow what Jesus said. Father, I bless. I bless my enemy. I do good to them. Say you love them. So it's easy to do good. Somebody that's good to you. I'm not saying if they want to kill you, don't go there because Jesus doesn't go to those people that want to kill him. But he said, what did he say? Father, forgive them. They don't have a clue what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. You understand me now? Hallelujah. He rebuked them, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, love is a decision. Is this prayer? I thought, Pastor, you're teaching us prayer. I'm already teaching you. <laughs> because when you engage in the prayer life, the devil will stir up. One of, uh, one of the greatest things that will stop you from doing is your prayer life. That's why many of us don't pray. Because the devil always stir up things. For you not to pray. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. You, you, and that's Ephesians chapter 6. The end of Ephesians. And it talks about the hierarchy of the devil. There's order. Even in the, in the dark kingdom, there's, there's, a, uh, there's order. Right? Principalities and power. That's the first time, amen, God revealed the order in the darker in, in, the, in the realm of Satan. But Satan's dominion is only earthly. He cannot follow you when you're in the spirit. It's not his place. That's why what he does, he'll keep you into your flesh. Because your flesh is earthly. Your emotion is earthly. The movement of your body is earthly. I'm just teaching you something. It pulls you down to his level. I will give you a scripture so you can understand this. This is prayer, folks. And then I will teach you how to get into the spirit. Amen. But I got to deal with my flesh. You don't want me to be in the flesh. You can ask my wife. <laughs> because I got to I, I, I got to crucify my flesh I got to be skillful how to do it because especially when I engage in prayer the devil will stir up things the devil will stir up things if I'm not careful my mind is so, so full of wrong things Sometimes things that I cannot even think of as a human being. Because he wants to stop. That's why when you're not skillful in your spiritual life, he wants to mess you up before you become skillful. Because once you know, he knows he cannot mess you anymore. I'm teaching you something. 
you've got to renew your mind with the word every single day. Hallelujah. That's why many are afraid to engage in a prayer life. And that's what Timothy, he, do, he does because he's afraid to enter into the ministry. That's why Paul was saying to him, because he knows his ministry, he will be so close to Paul. So what happened to Paul, it will happen to him. He saw Paul in jail. You don't want to go to jail. You already know, kind of know the outcome of his life in ministry because they're pioneering the message of the gospel. If you want to know the message of the gospel, really, you haven't preached faith in Christ Jesus. You haven't preached the gospel. The gospel is Christ. Go in all the world and preach the gospel. Oh, praise God. That's why Pastor Nancy right now, God opened doors for, him, for her all over the world because she preached the purity of the gospel. And the purity of the gospel doesn't come from reading books, writing down, making sermon from the sermon of other people, making sermon from the revelation of other people. She doesn't do that. I don't do that. Amen. Now, I'm not saying I don't study my, my pastor's word. Because, amen. I study that, Hagen. I study those that feeds me. Right? And I will, but when I study like this, the Bible, this is revelation given to, I mean John. So this revelation is given to John. That doesn't mean the revelation of John is our revelation. You got to make this revelation become yours. You understand me now? So if you're not reading the word, it will never be your revelation. If your pastor preaches here and you go home, you don't even turn on what your pastor said. You'll forget about it. True. The revelation of your pastor is not your revelation. Amen. It needs to become yours. You understand me now? That's why many never grow spiritually. But they're in the church all the time. I'm teaching you not to do that. And I'm going to teach you prayer that will make you mature. So, uh, God, so Paul said, God has not given you, Timothy, and that one is ours too because it was given by the Holy Ghost. It is eternal. Every time, see, see when you speak by the Spirit, like what we did last night, that is an eternal word. You listen to it again and to get it in you. Yes. When you speak that word continuously, it will become yours. You understand me now? Because it's eternal. Anything that comes from your spirit, when the Holy Ghost reveals it to you and you speak it out, you better believe it. Because that's an eternal word. It might not happen tomorrow, but it will happen. It will come to pass if you continue on to thank God for what he said to you. Amen. Hallelujah. What's in the same with thanksgiving? Thanksgiving is the heart of God. How many times, many, many times, he will say, say to me, son, thank you. Thank you for ministering to me. You know, in your mind, Lord, you don't have to thank me. But he was thanking me to show that that is his nature. Thanksgiving is his nature. God will not say to you something that is not him. When he speaks to you the word, he speaks himself to you. 
Amen. How many times I will hear God? Son, I love you. I mean, they call it out of the blue. But really, he will say and remind you, he loves you. Amen. That love is in you. Hallelujah. I love you, son. So what are you going to do? I love you too, father. Now why is that? Because I talk to him all the time. Oh, you understand me now? What? You just have a good day. That's prayer. Okay. Amen. Didn't you know that you are the one that will speed up the answer to your prayer? Not God. We always wait on God. If you're not praying and you want change in your life and you have been prayed for a long time, right? And you don't want to change the way you do things. Amen. Even though it was prophesied that this year is an increase and you don't put your faith into it, all you have to do is check last year because your life will be last year, the same thing as last year. There will be no change until you release your faith. Your faith will change your world. The woman with the issue of blood, how many years? Twelve. Twelve. Lost everything. Tried the natural way, the doctor. You know, they practice medicine, though they practice on her. Amen. Paid them to practice on her and never get anything better. But rather what? Grew worse. One day he heard of Jesus. The people touching the hem of his garment, they made whole. So he began to put it in her heart over and over. If only I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. What is he doing? She's renewing her mind because she's unclean. In their culture, women cannot just be in public. That's one. He, she is facing that. Secondly, she is unclean. She doesn't have an issue of blood. Well, well, I don't have issue of blood. You might have issue. It might not be that blood. might be something else. Right? So she keeps saying it. You know, there must be fear to get into the crowd because he can be stepped on. He, he can be beheaded or whatever. Because it's not right for her to go to that crowd. And there's a lot of crowd thronging Jesus, touching him, bumping on him. Right? But there's no power being released because there's no, amen, the touching of the body, the movement of your body doesn't equal faith. Yeah. If it's not done by faith, it's a useless touch. I'm just teaching you something. But this woman, before she touched Jesus, amen, she keeps saying in her heart, only I may touch the hem of his garment. Amen. Hallelujah. She didn't do the movement yet. She just keeps speaking until her mind is renewed. Right? All she can think of, I'm going to touch his garment. I will be made whole. Right? She doesn't know the power of God. But her faith is connected. What she was saying is connected to the power of God. Her connection to the power of God is her faith. Right? So, 
just like our sister, she started, thank you, Father, that I'm healed. It renewed her mind. Renewing the mind, it doesn't take so long because last night, it was just a split few seconds. She would just keep saying it, the same thing that woman did. And the power of God healed her. God is demonstrating faith, although we're teaching prayer. Amen. Faith and prayer, <laughs> prayer and healing flows. What happened is, she touched the hem of his God because she's been saying it. That's how she renewed her mind. She's been saying it. Her mind can hear it, but it goes into her spirit. That's what meditation is. Meditation is not memorization. Meditation is you think, you mutter, you think in life, you play it over and over in your mind to get into your heart. Amen? It takes time. But that's how you will accelerate the manifestation of your healing. And what happened? She touched. She went there. Amen. And did what she was saying. Right? What happened? It is already a miracle for her to get in touch because there's so many people. I don't know how we get in there. But faith took her there. Some, amen, there's a lot of people trying, so might be something open up for her to get into the touching Jesus. And nobody recognized her. Even Jesus didn't recognize her. She just felt the power. And when she said, somebody touched me. And his disciples said, people are touching you. But she was, he was saying, amen, hallelujah. See, this is the word. Jesus is the word. Amen. Your faith, amen, the power behind this word. You take this word. Amen. Hallelujah. Your faith. I'm going to teach you something. I'm going to teach you prayer. So that you can understand this word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So what happened is. Power came, came to her. What happened? Jesus said who touched me. What happened? It changed. The 12 years. She did everything she knows to do. She lost all her money. She might be a money person. Amen. What happened? Jesus said, your faith. Your faith has made you whole. Who changed her situation? She and her faith. Jesus did it. Right? The power on Jesus. Manifest her healing. But it was her faith that changed her world. You're the only one that can change your situation. Because, amen, God put his, his faith in your, in your spirit. Now, we're going to go to prayer now. Let's go to, amen. Praise God. Last, yesterday, we talked about praying in the spirit. Right? Amen. This is what's going to happen. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 1. Yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. Here, Pastor Ruby prayed this prayer. I prayed this prayer this morning. We pray this prayer always. Amen. Now, 
I'm going to teach you that if you see the word always, learn it. Be skillful about it because this is something you do always. If you do it always, it be, you become skillful. This is the prayer that most Christians never prayed. I learned it from Dad Hagen. I learned it from my pastor. So I began to pray it to myself. Now here, amen. Paul's, uh, Paul, by the Spirit of God in Ephesians. Now notice, Ephesians is the same church. Remember, is that the seven churches in, in the book of Revelation? One of those churches, this was years already. Paul is gone. John is the only, I think, apostle, the original apostle at that time. Amen. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the last one. The one that has fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ physically. Right? Physical. Amen. And one of the church there that was mentioned in that that the book of Revelation is the Ephesian church. And they still do what they do as a church, but Jesus said, you know, you forget your first love. You forget your first love. Now Paul is gone. They cease not to pray for you. I don't know who else. Follow it, because it seems like they lost their first love. But during the time of Paul, Paul prays for this church. Now, let me see. If this prayer right here, amen, was given, inspired by the Holy Ghost, given to Paul for the church, amen, you can pray this prayer for your life and for your family. He said here, amen, cease not to give thanks for you. Now, I want you to Read the whole context of it. We just don't have time right now. Ephesians chapter 1. This prayer needs to be prayed always. If you're not praying this prayer, you begin to pray this prayer. Because without this prayer, there will be no flow of revelation. Now, I'm not talking about revelation specific for your life. That's one of them. But also revelation that is this written word. Amen. So when you read the scripture, you began to learn what the scripture is. Amen. Now here, he said, cease not to give thanks for you. Cease not to give thanks. When you pray this prayer, you continue with a heart of gratitude. Meaning to say, when you're praying, you have to have a heart of gratitude towards God. You'll always be thankful. Now here, Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention. So prayer doesn't have to be long. If you pray this prayer and get this word into your heart, just make mention of it. You don't have to. You may say, how do you start praying? You can begin with this prayer. You don't have to pray in the spirit, right, for a long time. To get into, because most of the time you don't want to pray, right? If you go with your feeling, you can begin prayer right away. You don't have to feel anything, read it. Praise God, right? Well, I, see, the, the, the hardest thing for Christians is where to start to pray. 
Why don't you pray this? Begin with this. When we first begin it, we have a copy of it, laminated. Different kinds of prayer. I don't want to teach you a lot of prayers right now. I'll teach you where you can begin. Right? So, you say, Father, I thank you. Pastor Ruby prayed this prayer this morning. Amen. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, verse 17, the Father of what? Glory. Right? It's our Father. May give unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom. If you study wisdom, especially in the book of Proverbs, you know, amen, uh, David taught his son Solomon. Get wisdom. Amen. Get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. See, wisdom will give you details. Details of your life. Why is details? See, by faith, Noah. Remember Noah? Just an example, Noah. Why do we have to read Noah? Because when you see Noah by faith, Hebrews chapter 11, Noah. You know, Hebrews chapter 11 really is a, is, is a men and women of God that heard from God. It is the will of God for their life. The perfect will. Now, if you look at Noah, when God said, amen, because the condition at the time, I mean, it's a wicked generation. All man can think of is bad, murderous thinking. Right? Noah and his family could have been killed. But the will of God protected Noah. Nobody touched Noah for a hundred years. He became a preacher of righteousness. What is the preacher of righteousness? What God said to him. Every time you heard from God, if you believe it, it's accounted for you for righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. So the God of our Lord, now Noah, if you look and study Noah, the wisdom of God given to him, build a boat. And then God didn't end there. He gave him the total measurement. Right? Study it. Details. What kind of food? The first thing he said, get a goopy, uh, a goopy wood. Oh, no, go, gopher. I'm sorry, not goopy. Gopher wood, wood right? Gopher. Go, gopher, not goopy. No, gopher. Study it. That's the wisdom of God. Details. It's very specific. Gave him what? The measurement. Now this man, nobody built a ship before. God made him an engineer. He doesn't have to go to college. And he's not a carpenter. He doesn't know how to build things. He was, they were farmers. Because there was no rain at the time. They never seen flood. God, there's a, what's that? He has his own drip system. Original. It really is. It comes from the ground. And watered the earth. Drip system, right brother? Yes, original. Now our drip system is fake. We run it to the tube, you know. But during the time, he has his own drip system. You understand me now? So God gave him. It's amazing. It's what I love reading. In the Old Testament, I love reading it. How God showed him details. Moses is the same way. Moses is amazing. We're not going to know. He doesn't know Adam from Adam. 
The whole book of Genesis was given to Moses. The first five books of the Bible was written by Moses. He's the only educated Hebrew at the time because he was not a slave. Right? He was schooled in the education of Egypt. He was adopted by the princess of Egypt. Yeah, you, you know the story, right? He just went away ahead of God. So he has to hide for 40 years. Isn't that right? But anyway, Moses wrote what God said to, it's amazing, to Noah. Lineage. Lineage. Every name that Moses never heard in his life. The lineage of Adam. He learned about Abel and Caleb. Uh, no, Abel and Cain. Enoch. Especially Abraham. What God promised to Abraham. We will not know Abraham without Moses. And we know we heard from God because our blessing is connected to Abraham. Which nobody knew until Moses started to write it down. He was in the mountain with God, fellowshipping with God. And he's not talking primarily, probably pretty much. He was just hearing and write. Hearing and write. Forty days, I believe, and forty nights without food, without water, without sleep. Without sleep, without food, without water. And he came out with the glory of God, which is passing. Because the glory of God, he never experienced the glory of God residence, which is what we have now. The glory that is passing, if you study it, they can see it in the face of Moses. But the same glory we have. That God in heaven can see it in us. We call it Christ. Yes. Our spirit and the glory of God is one. If you study the word. If we don't read the word. We're not praying because we never enjoy it. Well, praise the Lord. See, God so loved the world he gave his son. But Jesus still had to love us. He still had to give his life. The will of God. It's many of us, we have the will of God. We didn't do anything about the will of God. Now, look at this. Amen? You learned something? Yeah. Hallelujah. Moses, without the Holy Ghost residence in him, it will come upon him. And he will hear God. See, during the time of, I believe, during the time of uh, Noah and God, God pretty much speak to them in an audible voice. Because they don't have the spirit within them. Amen. They can hear God speaking to them audibly. I believe. Spoken word. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We don't know about the faith of Abraham, not for Moses. And he was not there when it happened. That was the, the, last, the last one that heard from God is Joseph. And uh, Joshua, I mean, I mean Jacob, blessed the sons of Joseph. But you didn't hear anything from these sons. They didn't follow what their father did. But their mother, is, she's an Egyptian. 
So I don't know the influence behind the sons of Joseph because it was not mentioned. For 400 some years, God, man never heard from God. There was no word from God spoken on the earth. There was no word of faith spoken on the earth. Because God cannot speak it without us. Because it was imparted to the spirit of Adam. Remember that? We read that. He transferred that dominion and that blessing to the spirit of Adam. He, amen. That's why I learned from that that I can receive impartation during our meeting here or be around your pastor, but I continue on to receive impartations. Being around the man of God. I mean, being around God because, amen. Praise God. You know how, amen, Abraham got his name? It was not given to a man of God. It was God himself, the almighty God. So I have to study almighty God. Because when you fellowship with God, he that dwelleth in the secret place of what? The Most High. Shall abide under the shadow of what? The Almighty. See, those two. Two character of God. Two. Amen. Most High. I know when, 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 uh, when Abraham got impartation from the Most High God is through a man of God named Melchizedek. He gave his tithe. Of all. Amen. Hallelujah. In the presence of all the kings that he delivered from the hand of the enemy. Remember that? He won. He said, I will not take anything from you. So that so that you will not say that you're the one who made me rich. God made me rich. He will not compromise. Amen. So he Amen. He met Melchizedek, the king of Salem, which is we know Jerusalem. Right? He, God took him from the island of Ur of Chaldees, which is Iraq. Abraham is an is a idol worshiper. His family, amen, is the one that built, came from that family, built the Tower of Babel. He is not a Jew. God has to take him there, bring him to a place. You know, right? Now we know it's called Israel now. Right? But he was close also to Melchizedek who became a spiritual father to him. I don't know how he learned how to tithe. Because he gave it to Melchizedek. He might, because it's not everything cannot be written. But he gave his tithe. He must learn it from somewhere. Either God spoke to him or Melchizedek taught him. I don't know. Right? But he knows, he understands tithing, the tenth of his income. Amen. If you don't give your tithe, it's still God. Whether you spend it or not, it still belongs to God. Amen. So, blessed be the most high God. There's an impartation from a man of God. But sometimes he will fellowship with God and God will say, I am the Almighty God. He will have impartation. That's how I learned about fellowshipping with God that you can receive impartation. You cannot leave the place without receiving from God. And how do you know you receive it? It bear witness in your spirit. And many of us never live that way. And that's the purpose of worship. 
There is a transfer. When you worship God, amen, praise God, He'll bless you back. He'll bless you what He has. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you spend more time with God, you got more compared to others. Because you love Him more than what He can give you. He's still going to give you. Amen. Hallelujah. You learned something? Praise God forevermore. So this prayer, what I'm teaching you, if we don't pray this prayer, whatever, because prayer is giving permission. Giving God permission. Remember, if my people shall humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways. Well, what is wicked way? You're not, we're not wicked anymore. We are righteous before God. Know your righteousness. Know the gift of righteousness that God has given to you. Amen. I will heal. I will heal. So prayer, if his people doesn't pray, will he heal the land? No. So prayer, give God permission. This prayer, now look at this, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ in verse 17, uh, the Father of glory, right, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Oh, praise the Lord. When he give you the answer, that's the spirit of wisdom. He will give you the details of your life. Amen. And, and said here, and revelation in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You, you're going to know who you really are in Christ. My people are destroyed because lack of what? Knowledge. You can rebuke and rebuke the devil. He can still mess up your life without revelation. He can destroy your life because you're ignorant. That's why there's an onslaught when you're maturing in your faith life. Because once you get matured, once you get to know who you are in Christ, it stops him. So while you don't know, while you don't know about prayer, he will mess up your life. He doesn't want you to know and get involved in your prayer life. So now I'm teaching you. You don't have to feel anything reading this prayer to yourself. Father, I thank you. Right? You may not understand with your mind how this will come about. Just pray it. The Bible doesn't say, figure this out before you pray. The Bible doesn't say that. Just pray. Amen. This is what Ephesians lost. This support of prayer by Paul. Nobody followed through with these prayers. And then that's why Paul, that's why God said, you forget your first love. Go back to where you are. If not, I will take the candlestick from your church. They're about to lose the anointing in the church. Eventually, they lost it because we don't have any more. Ephesus. I didn't know it was in Turkey somewhere. Right? Now look at this. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes, right? So knowledge is the spirit of what? Knowing. Right? The spirit of knowing. Now here, the eyes of your understanding. What is eyes? What do you use eyes for? Naturally. So really, your natural man, your spiritual man is the same. You got ears to hear. Right? 
eyes, you see that in the Bible? You can see it with your spirit. Right? And you can know it with your spirit. This prayer alone, amen, you began to hear from God. You began to, when you read the Bible, you began to see things you've never seen before. Why? Because you're giving God permission to give you wisdom. You're giving God permission to give you revelation. Amen. You give your God permission to open the eyes of your spirit so you began to see. Very few pray this prayer. Most prayers give me that, give me this. Most people, most Christians pray when they have a need. Sometimes it's too late. Right? But you can pray these prayers always. You can pray these prayers 102 times a day. You can. Yeah, you started it with your own. We pray these prayers now to others. But we have to make it our own first because we can pray it to other people. Now, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened or in the amplified, flooded with light. Flooded with light. You see the word, amen. And what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of his glory, the riches of the glory of his inheritance. What is the calling here? This is who you are in Christ. It's not the calling in ministry. Amen. What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? We have inheritance. But we got to see what our inheritance is. And what is the exceeding greatness? Now look at this. What is the exceeding greatness of his what? Of his power. What is this power? This power belongs to us. This power is our inheritance. Now look at this. And what the rich, it said here, what is the exceeding? Meaning to say, nothing can exceed with this power did. Nothing. This is the most exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. It's towards us that believe. Meaning to say, when you believe the word, when you have the light of the word, you believe it in your heart, this power will be in operation. Right? Okay. What is this power? According to the working of his what? Mighty power. This power is towards us. This power is for us. For us. This power is in us that we cannot see. But it's in us. Now, Romans chapter 8 said, The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwelleth in you. It's talking about the same word. And the same power will heal your mortal body. Meaning to say, this power that is resonance on you can come upon you and heal your body. So sometimes you don't even ask for healing. You just fellowship with God. And this same power will heal your mortal body. If you believe in this power. So whenever I minister healing, I said, Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for this power. From the top of their head to the soles of their feet. This resurrection power. This resurrection. Because we have somebody has to believe it. This power will not work. Amen. Will not do his working without somebody believing with this power. So I say, I believe in this power. Amen. I believe this power. This power belongs to me. But it will not be in operation in my life until I believe it. So how do you believe it? I say so. I believe in this power. I don't have to feel anything. I just believe that this power is residence in me. Yes. Amen. 
I believe that I have an inheritance in Christ Jesus. I'm called in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. I know what belongs to me. And then so when you read this scripture, you begin to see who you are in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. You begin to see the Bible. The Bible now is exciting to read. It's not boring anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't read the Bible until you pray this prayer. You begin to see yourself in the word. Really, this word is in you. You're just reading it to understand what you have. And you begin to see, amen, praise God, how to apply it in your life. Oh my God, hallelujah. Amen. Wow. If you read through here, because there's no chapters and verses before, amen, it was written just for our reading, but it's all connected. This same power, look at this. Amen. Uh, it's kind of boring when you study it, but it's not. For me, it's not boring. I'm still excited to read it. Amen. So it says here, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead. Right? Who raised him from the dead? This same power. We call it the resurrection power. Yes. This is the same anointing that comes on him when he raised Lazarus from the dead. If you read it, when they said, you know, in the, yes, in the resurrection, God will raise up Lazarus. You know, Mary, um, you know, right? When he came, yes, in the resurrection. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection. Meaning to say that anointing was on him at that time. He said, I am. I am the resurrection. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it could raise people from the dead. Lazarus is dead four days. He's in the Abraham's bosom. Right? Hallelujah. Why? Because he heard from God. Well, we're going to study that, but not right now. See, this prayer is, is loaded. You don't have to try to... See, see, I don't have to figure out in my English word what to pray. He already prayed it for me. We pray this prayer in our congregation. We pray this for you. My wife just prayed it. I don't know how many times we prayed it today. Many of you, it doesn't look like you understand it, but I don't look at your faces. <laughs> you may not get it right now, whatever, you know. I don't have to think that way. I renew my mind that this prayer is working for you right now. Suddenly, suddenly, when you live in your car, oh, I got something. Suddenly, oh my God, I didn't understand. That prayer began to work in your life. You understand me now? And you read the scripture, oh my God, I've never seen that before. Yeah, the light. The eyes of your understanding. You started seeing it. Because somebody prayed for it. We're not the original what I'm teaching you right now, somebody is praying. Somebody prayed for you. Yes. And you can pray this prayer to yourself. You can pray this prayer to anybody. But see, cease not to give thanks. The more you pray this, always, the more it will accelerate. Prayer accelerates things. 
Amen. Another scripture uh, for, for the sake of time. Oh my God, hallelujah. Amen. In Ephesians chapter 3. There's more prayers, but I don't want to overload you. If you cannot pray those two prayers, you cannot pray the other ones. Pray this prayer. Very important. Now, in chapter 3, in verse 14. Amen. This is another Paul praying. Amen. Verse 14. Are you there? Chapter 3. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Bow my knees. That's prayer. Right? It's, it's, it's a worship. Worship before God. Amen. Hallelujah. Honoring God. The Father of glory. Of course, when you're driving, you cannot bow your knees. But you can still pray this prayer. It's just an act of worship. Try to pray this when you're driving. See what happens. You can't, right? Now, upon the whole family, especially if you have a smart car. Some of you know the smart car. It's not smart at all. Upon the whole family, in heaven and earth is name. Oh, we have family. We're family here. It's all about his family. God see us as family. Amen. That of whom the whole family in heaven and what? Earth. His name. We are named after our father. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Right? By his spirit. In the, where is the spirit? In the inner man. In your spirit. So he doesn't automatically strengthen you. Although he was in you. You have to give him permission to your prayer life. Amen. Now this is what will happen. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. When he will strengthen you. Amen. Your spirit will become what? Strong. That's, amen. Your faith will strong if your spirit is strong. If you don't pray this prayer, your faith will always be weak. And when the rubber beats the road, you needed your prayer, a, pr a weak prayer. But if you pray this prayer always, you will always have strong spirit. And when you're, amen, when you have a strong spirit, your faith will be strong. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing the word of God. Your hearing from God will be strong. God will all you will always hear from God his word. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Some details, some general. Uh, yeah. You will start understanding this and you will start understanding the specific will of God yes. for your life. Yes. Get a gopher wood. Yes. These are the measurements. Yes. You understand me now? Hallelujah. Things that you cannot do, you will do. He'll give you the details to do it. He will make you rich beyond your imagination. He'll give you uh, wisdom how to invent things. He'll give you wisdom how to multiply what you have. Amen. Hallelujah. Moses delivered the nation of Israel with what? A rod. A rod. He didn't. Now, that rod didn't deliver the nation of Israel. It's the word. It's the word. It's the word given to him. Yeah. 
You understand me now? He used this rod one time. God said, you speak to the rock. He used the rod. It works for him because he has faith on the rod. But said, you cannot make, you're not going to make it in the promised land. The promise has to be spoken. Amen. You understand me now? Right? Praise God. Now, I'm just teaching you this. These two prayers, right? He said here. Amen. Uh, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Hallelujah. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. That you being rooted and grounded in where? In love. May be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. This will not happen. All this Verses that's coming will not take place until your spirit is strong. Until your Holy Ghost in you will strengthen your spirit. Don't pray this prayer, he will not be able to do. So if you do this prayer always, your spirit, your faith will always be strong. Be strong in what? What is, who is the Lord? Jesus is the Lord. Right? Jesus is the Lord. Brother Copeland says. And Jesus is Lord. But who is Jesus? According to chapter 1 of John. He is the Word. Be strong in the Lord means be strong in the Word. Right? Hallelujah. How can you be strong in the Word? By the Holy Spirit. Strengthen you first. The revelation that you receive from the Holy Ghost will make your spirit be strong in the Lord. You cannot be strong in the Word without this prayer. You want to have your spirit weak? Not productive? Just don't do this prayer. Can anybody do it? Is it hard to read? We can watch four hours of TV. At least we can pray this. And just make mention. You know, when you have your favorite channel, whatever, you know, days of our lives, whatever. Soap opera. You know, as the world burns, you end up in general hospital. A soap opera. My stepmom, when I first came in the United States in Long Beach, he said, you want to learn English real quick? Yeah, I need to, you know. What's with me? Soap opera. It was so boring, you know. But I need to learn English. And finally, it dawned on me. She just won before she goes to work. She works in the uh, second ship. She, I watched with her, you know, because I cannot work yet. I need to get my green card. So I watched with her, you know, every day. I didn't learn English by watching the soap opera. That's why I learned the title. I never watch it again. You understand me now? Because you love your paper, you're excited. Excited to go home. You know, why can't we be excited about the word? Woo, I'm excited to pray this prayer. 
that again said, when you become excited about the word, that's when it starts working for you. Now, in the beginning, it, it, it will not be. But the more you say it, the more you have it. The more you pray it, the more you have it. Now, the Lord began to teach me about this. You know, in Philippians, right? Hallelujah. He said, rejoice in the Lord always. Who is the Lord again? Jesus. I don't forget Jesus before I say the word. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord Jesus. Now be strong in the word. Right? Right? Rejoice in the Lord always. Rejoice in the word always. Right? Because Jesus is the word. Rejoice. So what I did, I began to see the understanding of it. Right? Rejoice in the word. Rejoice in the Lord. So I began to apply the rejoicing of the word. Amen. Hallelujah. So I began to read the scripture with joy. That's how I read it. To get into my spirit. I don't have any feeling of joy. But I can rejoice in the word. And when I need something. You know one of the scripture that's famous is. My God shall supply all my needs. And I remember Moses. According to Hebrews I think 8 or 9. Every time. You know, the blood, because the blood of animals is the type of shadow of the blood of Jesus. The blood is symbolic somebody died. So we can inherit. It belongs to them because of the blood. The death of that, the blood. Amen. And we have the blood of Jesus. That's why I believe that he will supply my need. Because that is my inheritance. I just have to give. What he said, instruction, what he did. I got to act on it. So I have the right for it. I'm not trying to get it. It's mine. Because of the blood. And Moses sprinkled that blood every time he, every word that he speak, when they read the word, right? In the Old Testament, he was sprinkled blood. You study it. It's sprinkled blood. It's a bloody reading of the word. I'm excited when the blood is saying. Say, I understand the blood. Now, he said, he didn't say sprinkle the blood. He said, rejoice in the word. So I will study. My God. Mm-hmm. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. I began to stir up my joy while reading it. Amen. I just follow what he said. Aha. I said, oh, rejoice in the word. Mm-hmm. Ha. My God. Woo! Oh, glory. My God. Ha-ha. <laughs> this is how I study. My God. My God. I haven't read the whole thing yet. I just started saying, my God. Yeah. I was meditating on the word. Get into my mind and get into my heart. With rejoicing. <laughs> my... <laughs> My God, oh my Father, oh my El Shaddai, my more than enough God. Oh, I just, oh glory, shall shall, whoa, shall supply, whoa, whoo, ha ha, ah, whoo, 
What are you doing, Pastor? I'm just following the scripture. Rejoice in the word. Ha! I said, Woo! Glory! Ha! So that, whoo, glory! <laughs> oh, ah, glory! Uh, I can do that with, my, with healing, because I need healing. You need healing. Amen. <laughs> I'm still in my God. Uh, well, I'm not kidding. I'm just telling you the anointing is already flowing. Just for demonstration purposes. Right? Hallelujah. My God. Brother, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. See, I know uh, I'm skilled on this, but it's not overnight. But I said, ha, ha. By the end of that one verse, I was so full of joy. By the end of that one verse, so much faith in me with that word, my God, shall supply. I was joyful. And I began to worship God. No music, no ukulele. (laughs) 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 The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord. What is the joy of the Lord? Who is the Lord again? Jesus. Who is Jesus? The Word. The joy of the Word. The joy of the Word is my strength. So when I'm reading the Bible, it strengthens me. Not bored me. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in Jesus. Be strong in the Word. And I connected all of them. The joy of the word. Rejoice in the word. I'll have to sing five songs to get into the anointing. I stir my spirit up. I'm just teaching you for, so you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You just have to do it all the time. By yourself. By the time in your room, oh my God, Allah, who could you see? See, you don't have time to worry. (laughs) (laughs) See, my spirit is strong, your spirit is strong, and your faith is strong in the Word. What did I do? I said, my God. Oh my. Sometimes we say, oh my God in unbelief. But my God is rejoicing. Shall supply. You have a pressing need right now that you can rejoice in the word. That anointing will take care of that need. My God. Ha ha. 
God is so easy to please. But I rejoice always. Always. Right, Pastor? Rejoice. <laughs> that joy is in you all along. You can crucify your flesh with it. Amen. You learned something? <laughs> I thought we're studying prayer. This is prayer. Because if you study it, it's connected to do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. But he didn't start there. He said, Rejoice in the Lord first. And the peace of God, the shalom, Jehovah shalom, the peace of Jehovah shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, shall garrison your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Be strong in the Lord, right? Strengthened with might by His Spirit in your inner man. I connected all of this because that's how you study. Amen. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Ah, krah kishike bahaya. Yeah, ha ha. Oh, are you starting to see? Oh, yeah. I see it, Pastor. Ah, whoo. Hallelujah. Ah, ho ho. Shike bahaya. Ah, whoo. Glory. How long will you join? Oh, no matter how long it is. See, there was no joy earlier, but we can rejoice. <laughs> there was no anointing strong like what we have now, but we initiated it. Where did it come from? From your innermost being. <laughs> that joy is there all along. Oh, praise God. So how do you study? Take the word. Take one word from God that pertains to your need and rejoice over that word. Get you out of worrying about the situation. If you can change it, you could have done it. But you can't. But God can. Live that to Him. But you can rejoice. He didn't say, I rejoice for you. No, rejoice. You can rejoice. I do the rejoicing. He do the supplying. Amen. If I rejoice, he'll supply all my needs. If I rejoice in the word. Got it, brother? Yeah. Hallelujah. It will be the end of your worry. Why worry if you have somebody that has the answer? Do you think God worry? No. There's no worry in heaven. I notice rejoicing, joy, and peace always together. When they make a salutation, it talks about peace. 
when there, when there's joy, there's peace. When there's peace, there will be joy. They're twins. We did that to our children. Wayward and things like that. I ain't worrying about you. You want to go to hell, go ahead. I ain't going to hell for you. But the Holy Ghost said to me, you have to pray that prayer. If they're not, your children will have no stand a chance. Okay. Let me work in that prayer. Okay. So I pray the prayer of efficiency to my children. Hallelujah. My job is to rejoice. I cannot change them, but God can. But when I'm rejoicing, so I began to rejoice. We began to rejoice. Hallelujah. You learned something? When there's a pressing need, rejoice in the Lord. Take one word from God. Sometimes the Holy Ghost will give you the word. Because you're praying those efficient prayers. You see that? This is prayer, folks. Rejoicing is part of your prayer life. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. For the Father knoweth what you need. Remember Matthew chapter 6. Do not worry what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, all these things. Do not think, saying. That he said, seek you first the kingdom of God. For the Father knoweth what you need before you ask him. Right? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? One of the things is righteousness, peace, enjoying the Holy Ghost, and all these things what? Be added. What are those things be added? The one that is in the mind of God. He will reveal them unto you. It's not that bomb money will flow from heaven. No, it's not that. That's what Jesus Christ, my Father knoweth what you need before you ask him. Meaning, when you seek joy, that's the kingdom. When you seek peace, when you seek God, when you're joyful, things that is in the mind of the Father will be added to you. Things, not just spiritual things, things. Natural natural things. He'll give you the word. Amen. When he said everything will be all right. That's it, right there. It's money in the bank. You understand me now? He will give you the word. He will add all the things that's on his mind. So when you're rejoicing, you always have here. Because your faith will be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. The more you pray these prayers always, the more you hear from God always. What you needed is not things. What you needed is the word. What God said about those things. And those things will come. You can call those things where he called. That he put into your spirit. Calling those things which be not as though they were. But you cannot call something you don't know. We start stop rejoicing, right? Can we rejoice again? Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. But when I rejoice, I just don't ha, ha, ha. I rejoice in the word. So that my rejoicing will be in faith. Yeah, my God. Oh, 
Oh my God. He gets into your spirit. That's how you get the word into your spirit. My God. My God. You dance a little bit. My God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. My God. Instead of where am I going to get the money? Said, my God. My God. Your God. My God. He didn't say your God. He said my. My God. Make it your own. God wanted us to own him. My God. You dwell in me. My words dwell. What is my God? The word. My God. Try that. Take the word. My God. Jesus. By his stripes. Right? By his stripes. We have been healed. You just don't know what I feel. By his stripes. You just don't. That's not rejoicing. A pain is all over your body. But you got to separate what your body feels and what your spirit. You can say, my God. Father, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. By your stripes, I have been healed. I rejoice what you have done for me. By your stripes, I I am. Amen. I I am healed. By his stripes, I am. I am healed. Hallelujah. It it will heal your stomach problem. If you have a stomach problem, it will heal you right now. Hallelujah. I don't know. I'm not saying you're hungry because it's (laughs) last time. Any one of you like that? You got issue with your stomach? Is that your sis? What's the issue with your stomach? You can't eat much or painful? It's a female problem. Female problem. Okay. That's that's in your stomach. Hallelujah. Father, thank you. <laughs> Amen. Uh, uh, nobody can fix your fever problem. He can. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for that, Lord. You're working on it. Aha. You're working on that. Hey, glory. <laughs> yeah, you're receiving it. Hey, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, oh, ha, ha. Uh, uh. Is there anybody here that you have problems sleeping at night? Uh, you do, sis? Yeah. Sometimes my wife has problems sleeping because of me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I'm noisy. Hallelujah. Woo, man, hallelujah. Amen. Any one of you, something that's causing headaches sometimes. Because of your, uh, you can't sleep and it causes headache sometimes. Amen. Hallelujah. You know God gave you beloved to sleep. You know about that scripture? Yeah, if you don't know, you found out about it. He'll give you the beloved sleep. And rejoice over that word. Aha. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> He'll give you. Amen. Somebody, when you cannot sleep, it causes headaches sometimes. Is there any <clears throat> is there anybody like that? But amen. But uh, and how often it happened? Yeah. Amen. Father, I thank you. You give my... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He'll give you good sleep. Woo, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, rejoice in the word. So just rejoice it. Yeah. Uh, don't try to go to sleep. He'll do that. He'll, he'll give you sleep, good sleep. You just rejoice in the word. You, are you learning something? That's, this is prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. You too, sis? You, you can sleep at night sometimes? How often? I, maybe three hours, wake up. Three hours? Oh, oh my God, that's not enough for me, sis. Three hours, wake up. Three hours? Oh, my God. Stay up, pray, then go back to sleep, wake up. Yeah. Well, you want to go sleep all the way, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But you want to sleep more, right? Yeah. So, so let's rejoice. Father, I thank you. You know that scripture like I gave to your sister? God will give you his beloved sleep. I promise you, I will get that scripture. And we you rejoice. Hallelujah. Have you experienced joy before? Yeah. 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 And rejoice in the word. Rejoice in that word. Amen. You, you just have to apply the word. It will work for you. Father, thank you for giving my sister beloved sleep. Amen. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> just don't speak during my sermon. No, it's okay. You want to go sleep, go ahead. You just don't hear what I'm preaching. You can listen to it again later. See, you see that anointing? It destroys to you. Ooh, me too. Sometimes I shake. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Sometimes I kick. I do everything because the anointing is so strong sometimes. Oh my God. Amen. Hallelujah. So you rejoice over it. Amen. That misses. You're looking. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You learned something? Uh -huh. 
Ah. <laughs> pressure in finances. Pressure in your mind with regards to finances. Amen. Is there anybody here? I mean, we all need something, but there's so much pressure. Amen. Hallelujah. So now what you do? My God. <laughs> you know that scripture, right? Yes. My God. My God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. This is prayer, folks. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray those efficient prayers. Amen. Hallelujah. And then you apply what we did last night. Right? Pray in the spirit. Now, he will not rain money from heaven, but he'll give you ideas. Or whatever he will do. <laughs> you're not after the money, you're after his word. Sometimes he'll tell you, daughter, everything will be all right. That's your money. The word. If you never worry about it, he will add the word to you, to your spirit. You got it right now. Yes. <laughs> you got your answer. <laughs> ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Stay. Amen. Whoa. Looks like you're happy. You got joy. That's when it th things work for you. Oh, praise God. You learned something? Amen. Hallelujah. Ah. Oh, she came higher. Oh. Ears. Something with ears. Problem with your ears. Amen. Is there anybody here? You have an ear problem? You two sis, you got it? Yeah. What's wrong with your ears? Um, it's closed. It's closed. Which one? You can hear me. <laughs> your left? What's wrong with the right? <laughs> it's all good. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, okay. Are you a pilot? No. Oh, you said flying. <laughs> okay, let me Father, open in Jesus name open. <laughs> You're awesome ah, Not me, not me Amen, hallelujah Yeah, Woo, glory Thank God for that ears I speak to that ears to open in Jesus name Yeah, it did <laughs> I didn't do it. God did it. I just followed what he said. Yeah. So, wow. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. It opens up. Oh, my God. All you did is receive it with joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with joy. 
You, know, that, you can receive everything with joy. Amen. You see that? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going back to my pulpit. God said, I want he- heal ears today. You too, sis? What's wrong with your ears? Popping? Oh, it's a popcorn ear. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. In the name. Ha. Ha. Jesus. It's healed. Amen. Hallelujah. It pops all the time. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, I like that word. It was. You like my wife. Yeah, it was. Okay. Sometimes I forgot my past tense and present tense. I mix all of it, you know. <laughs> you know how to receive now. See, if you can receive healing, you can receive anything. With joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You learned something? You learned something this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Man, there's a lot of healing here. There's healing anointing because you guys started laughing. Amen. Uh, uh, you have problem with joints. Joint problem. Amen. The, uh, you know, hallelujah. Pain, whatever it may be. Yeah, you have problem with your joints? Is, huh? Your both knees? Uh, uh, it hurts? Once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Now you know how to rejoice, right? Yeah, Father. I like this church. You guys are so easy. Are you hard, sis? <laughs> Father, I thank you. I thank you for those knees. I, I command those knees to be whole. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Is it hurting earlier or now? Earlier? Yeah. Once in a while. No more once in a while. I command that joint to be whole in Jesus' name. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Every joint supply. Amen. Learn something. Is there anybody else? Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, you're healed? Is that there's pain there, Pastor? Yeah. You know, Pastor, before you said that, on my way here, pray for my son. Talking, to you, talking about you. I heard the word heart. I don't know what that means. For long life, he'll satisfy you. Yeah. Renew your mind. You'll stay long on the earth, Pastor. Don't believe in what the devil said. Amen. Hallelujah. Is it hurting right now, Pastor? Uh, slightly. Quite the Father, in the name of Jesus, I... <laughs> in Jesus' name, I speak to that pain. Hallelujah. I speak to that... Woo-hoo, ha-ha. Ha-ha, ha-ha, ho-ho. Yeah, I thank you, Father. I thank you. <laughs> yeah. I thank you, Father. For long life, you will satisfy my, my dear brother. 
In Jesus' name. There's still work to do, Father. In the name of Jesus. I said strong heart, strong joint. Ha, in Jesus' name. Ha, thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. Oh, Koloshika, Pahaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Can I lift up your leg, Pastor, real quick? I just want to. Which one is short? The left one. The left one. I command that to, to grow in Jesus' name. See that? There you go. Yeah. In Jesus' name. See, this one is short. Amen. Yeah. Can you stand up, Pastor, please? In the name. You can feel the difference. Man, that thing is short a lot, a lot. Yeah, you can feel it when you're walking and things like that. You can feel it when you're... Hallelujah, you can feel the difference. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Give me your hand, Pastor. Father, I thank you for impartation of that healing anointing. Amen. In the... <laughs> name in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you father hallelujah glory be to God hallelujah yeah thank you Lord healing anointing miracles oh glory be to God hallelujah yeah <laughs> oh glory <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Put your hand on Pastor Belly in the name. Oh, Yekisho, spirit of prayer. Thank you, Lord. Mahak to su. Yeah, yeah, yield to it, Pastor. Gushika. Pray. You just pray. Open your mouth and just pray in the spirit. Erobo soko. Randa soho. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Basike. Yako. Dehete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Pastor, there's word in the Bible. Paul said, I travail in birth. It's given by the Spirit. He started giving you the Spirit of travail. You know, about his plan. You will birth it. We have that in our life. We just imparted it to you. Amen. You will travail for people. It needs to come into this church. You know, we preach the gospel. But uh, you will birth. You will birth the plan of God. When you yield to that and you practice it every day. You know, travail means like a woman. Sometimes you groan, sometimes you pray in the spirit, but there's, there's a travail like you're giving birth. 
God is putting that by the anointing, by the Holy Ghost. You know, you, 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 know, you can have post-pregnancy. You can give birth to a post-pregnancy, but you will not have a baby. Amen. A woman knows when it's her time. See, spiritually, we can give birth to the things of God. That's a different kind of praying. But it's hard to explain until you experience it. And that's what you have received. Impartation of that. Yeah, that's why your spirit cry out. It's not, that, it's not your emotion. It's your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. How did you do that? Holy Ghost told me. I just followed the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I did a good job this morning. I went overtime. It's okay. We don't come here all the time. Okay. Brother Copeland's anointing came on me this morning. But we love you all. We just want to spend more time. But at least we got something to greater things. Amen. See, I have to obey God on those healings before I can get it to them. But now, pinito. Well, I don't know that word. I'm, I'm, I'm done for this morning. But I love you all. Amen. You will see you tomorrow. Mañana. We call it in Spanish, you know. Amen. See you all tomorrow. Same time, right? Same channel. Well, all sign up, and I call you blessed.